This is Dan Maines from Clutch, and you're listening to Signal to Noise. What's up, everybody? This is Dave Mansueto from Boss Jock Studio, and you're listening to Signal to Noise. Welcome, everybody, to episode 38 of the Signal to Noise podcast. I'm your host, Aaron. And uh, last episode, episode 37, I want to apologize for the sound quality. I had Sue and Liz on. Uh, Sue from SuzanneDecree.com, Liz from DarkBeautyMusic.com. And um, we're talking about, well, you know, we're talking about women in rock and women in music. And it was a very, very interesting conversation. And I'm listening back to the audio. And apparently, I was having some problems recording Skype. So I apologize for the audio quality on that. Um, but now, like, into some uh, new business here. Okay, so I always like to talk about what I'm doing on the show. How do I put it together? What's the assembly? Because I like to peel back the curtain. Um, I've always said this show is kind of about the process of creating. It's about the doing. <clears throat> That's why I love the gear. I love the sounds. I love how the sounds are made, the, the creation of it, that sort of stuff. I love talking to the guys that build stuff. I love talking to guitar players. Just every every bit of this just fascinates me. So for the show, for years, I've used Evernote. And that's when I was on Iron City Rocks. Um, anytime I was you know, setting up an interview, I would put everything in Evernote because Evernote syncs between my computer, my phone, and my iPad. And that's what I need. Anywhere I'm at, I have access to, to these notes. So I used Evernote for a while. It's been good. It was kind of my go-to because it was the only thing I had found that did that at the time. Um, a buddy had suggested OneNote a while back and I, you know, I've never been a Microsoft fan. It's a whole nother story for another podcast. But so, um, I, I kind of wrote a OneNote off, but I'd used it and I really liked it, but I just, I never made the switch, you know, for me personally. So Evernote sends out this email where they've changed their subscription pricing. So now if you're for the free level of accounts, you can only sync two devices. Well, that's not going to help me because... I need all three depending on what I'm doing. Like I literally will use all three to work on an episode just depending on where I'm at, you know. And so I'm trying to make this decision like, okay, what do I need to do? What uh, What's going to be the best thing to sync? What do I, you know, how do, how do I choose which devices I'm going to be working on? And then I started thinking, I'm like, you know what? I need another option out there. So I searched, um, well, Google searched alternatives to Evernote and OneNote came up again. I'm like, Huh, I should probably give OneNote a chance. Like, like let's let's try it. So I downloaded it, put it on the phone, put it on the iPad, put it on the computer, and right away I absolutely love it. Like this is what I had wished Evernote would have done before. Uh, the syncing is so much better. So much better. Because with Evernote, I would always run into problems where I'd have things double and triple synced in the same note. Because I say, well, here's a conflict. You want to resolve it? I'm like, I don't see a conflict. It looks the same to me, but what am I missing? You know, because I miss details. Everybody misses details. That's why I wanted a program that takes care of those details for me, because that's the whole point is for me to not miss the details. So I switched to Ever, or I'm sorry, I switched to OneNote. OneNote, man, has been fantastic. So I, there's another project I'm working on, which I won't talk about in too much detail yet. Um, once it's launched, I'll be talking about it a lot. But um, the person I'm working on that project with, I said, hey, download OneNote to your phone, and you know, also told me it's free on his computer. And that's how we work on the project we're working on. So it's very easy to sync. Um, so far, it's all been free, you know, with my luck. Once I'm completely hooked, Microsoft will put a price on it. But hey, at this point, um, I would pay for this software. Like, I'd, I'd be okay paying for this software because it's it's been really, really fantastic. All right, so 
Um, enough about Evernote. Let's get into my main topic tonight. All right, so a couple weeks ago, I walked into a guitar center, and my guitar center here in the Charleston area, um, it's the only, we only have one guitar center, and it's probably the best guitar shop that I have, kind of. like there, There's another one that, um, that's got some decent gear, but just... Uh, that's a topic for another show too. But so the guitar center here really is cool. The guys are really cool. Um, the guy that took care of me when I bought my pedal, his name was Brian. Uh, got to give him a shout out cause he's just super cool. His middle name and my last name are the exact same. And I've never heard anybody, you know, who has my last name as their middle name. Like it's very rare to find somebody else who has a similar last name or the same last name, let alone to have it as their middle name. So we we're talking about that. But so I walk into a, a guitar center a couple weeks ago and on their pedal display, they had like a pedal of the month, pedal of the week sort of thing. And there's the TC electronic wiretap. Well, I keep seeing this pedal because it's this impossibly tiny little pedal, single button, um, well, single stomp button, and then three like old school looking tape recorder style buttons. And what this pedal does is it sits on your board and it is simply a recorder, right? That's, that's all that this does. It just records all the time, and, but only when you turn it on. So it's just ready to go. So how I do things now is I sit down, you know, I sit, sit down in my rig, click on a couple things, just play around, just noodling. Um, Cause I never sit down to write an idea. They just happen sometimes. And so you, you're sitting there, you're playing and then you, um, you have something like, Oh my goodness, I got to record this. I love this. So you fumble around with your phone or whatever recording device it is that you're using. For me, it's always been my iPhone. So I'm trying to get the phone. And by the time I get the phone out and this has happened a lot, I will forget what I played. And it's not a lot of clicks to get to what I record with on the phone. I just use the Apple Memo program, right? I haven't even started really using music memos much. Um, I mess with that every now and then, but I'm just using the memo. So it's just, you know, tap here, record. I'll set it down and then I will completely forget the riff that I'm working on. So I'm in this guitar center. I sit down, I play with the TC electronic wiretap and right away I'm sold. Like I just, you know, tap the button, start playing, tap the button again to stop it, hit the play button. I can play over top of what I just played, listen back to what I just played. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to get one. So I ended up um, picking one up probably about a week or two later because it, it did take me a little time to think about it. But so here's the things that I really like about it. It's always on the board. It's always ready to go. And all you have to do is step on it. That's genius. Like um, I think line six, what has the backtrack where you'd plug it into your guitar kind of like between the guitar and the amp. I feel like the backtrack was almost meant to be like like a belt pack kind of thing, but I guess that goes on the amp. And I guess it's always recording was the point of the backtrack, but I felt like I don't need something that's always recording because I don't want to listen to that many hours of me noodling. Like, I don't want to have to find an idea. Like, I don't know about you guys, but like if I'm just sitting down to play, like there could be, you know, just if I sit down to play just for 30 minutes because, you know, I have 30 minutes, it could just be garbage. You know, just noodly garbage, just noise, just doing crazy stuff. Nothing that I want to listen back to ever, right? Um, and so the backtrack never appealed to me. I'm like, I don't need an always-on device. Um, what I need is just a really easy way of recording all the time. And this TC Electronic Wiretap, like, it's it's on my board right now. I put it at the end of my signal chain. And I like, cause I debated, I'm like, do I want it at the beginning of the signal chain? Do I want it at the end of the signal chain? Do I want a completely unaffected sound? Do I want some of my effects on it? 
um, because you can sync the sound with your phone, which I'll talk about here in a minute, and then put it into another audio program. So do I want to do that? It's kind of what I'm thinking about here. I really wasn't sure. So I, I've been putting it at the end of my signal chain right now to get my effects. And I've been really impressed with how it captures things, including feedback. Because, you know, I, I plugged in, I, um, oh, I probably hit the big muff and just feedback starts coming. I'm like, I wonder if it's going to be able to capture and recreate that. And it did, right? So it's always on the board. It's always ready to go. You just step on it. Boom. So my first thoughts about this thing, I love that. Like for that feature alone, it's worth its weight in gold because now I don't lose lose any sort of uh, idea, right? And just the fact that it's always ready to record, not always on, but always ready to record, it just step on it. It's like any other pedal that I'd be manipulating with my feet anyway, so I'm used to that. And so it's ready to go. So ideas never lost. Now, add to it the fact that they have an app that goes with it, so you can Bluetooth sync. Um, you can Bluetooth sync the sounds in the pedal to the app, and then you can share the sounds from there. So whatever the ideas are, the riff ideas. So um, if you guys remember... I Man, it's a few episodes ago now where I had the big panel of the six of us. Hmm, I also had Skype problems that night now that I think about it. Um, and then I think it was back in episode 19 maybe now, um, my buddy Josh, who's a drummer, we've um, we've been kicking around a project. He, he texted me the other day. He's like, I want to start this crazy project. I'm not going to reveal the details, you know, so it's more of a surprise when we get into it. But I'm like, all right, I'm in. What kind of stuff do you want? And so we've been sending stuff back and forth. Um, and this is a great way to capture those ideas and share them. But so you've got this app, that's the Bluetooth app, and I, I absolutely love it, right? I think that's a great thing because I can't remember if I've talked about it on the podcast much or if I've talked about it in a while because I had that big break here in the podcast, but I had the Digitech iStomp. I really love the Digitech iStomp. Like, I think it's a great thing. My one beef with a lot of these... Um, a lot of these like pieces of gear that interface with the iPhone or an Android, they were limiting themselves to a cable, right? So I had to, um, you know, have the right cable that plugged into my phone. Now that Apple changed from like the 32 pin connector to the lightning connector, I need to find adapters. Will the adapters work? I have not tried the iStomp with the adapter and, you know, I haven't tried the app on the new iOS. So I might be to a point where I have these pedals that I can't do anything with. Um, but it was a great idea because you had all these pedals, this digital platform, download the program, go, and it sounded great. Like I had a, um, I have a digital version of the Gonculator on this pedal, and I think it's fantastic. So I love the concept of being able to have a, um, like basically a computer platform, a pedal that I can manipulate with something else to just load stuff on the fly. So TC Electronic, man, I think they've really been pushing the envelope with this because they have their tone print. And you literally hold your phone up to the um, up to your pickups with the tone print. They had the shaker mini, and then it makes this like almost reminds me of like the old fax machine sounds or some of the old digital sounds when you're switching it, and it sends the signal through your pickups to the pedal, and then changes the programming. Blows my mind, right? So with this, they built Bluetooth into the pedal, so you have to pair the um, pedal to your device through the app. And right now I can see that I have my Bluetooth connected. And then you can control the, um, the app with the pedal here, or, or the pedal with the app, rather. So here's something that I recorded with the feedback. Mm -hmm. 
I turned that on and off with the uh, app, right? So that was in the background. I'm not, I don't have the amp mic on. That's just, you know, behind me here off the podcast mic. But so I just turned that on and off with the app. I can do it again. And I wasn't doing anything fancy there, just trying to figure out what was going to go on. So I was really impressed that it recreates that feedback. And so I was like, huh. What if I listen back to it through the phone? So if I sync it to the phone, what's it sound like there? And I was kind of curious, like, you know, how's this thing really going to sound um, if I'm singing it through the phone here? And so let's see if I can play this over the microphone. All right, so that's through the app. That wasn't too bad. The sound's not going to be as good because, I mean, you're not getting that mic to cabinet sound, but I've still got the ideas. And there's even just a little hint of the feedback in there. So again, I was really impressed with how this pedal is capturing things and just, you know, the high quality that it is. I mean, TC Electronic, they say that it's going to record up to eight hours, um, which I think is fantastic because you can download them, sync them with a USB cable, sync them to the app, share them with the app, share them to something else. Um, and it's pretty cool. Like, just... The pedal itself takes up barely any space on your pedal board. Super tiny. Absolutely love it. Now, here's what I think is kind of interesting. I'm used to when you record things, right? When you record something, like even in Logic, Logic has a very basic file name. Like if there is, if it just says track one, if I don't, or audio one in this case, it'll have audio one, take five, it'll have a date, all this sort of stuff kind of built into this file name. If I rename stuff, then I'll put some of those rename things in there. But typically you have, you know, some sort of generic file name with numbers to keep track of what you're doing and dates and all that sort of stuff to help you kind of categorize. So I get the pedal. I'm super excited. I plug it in. I record those couple things, you know, and uh, you heard the one that I recorded and I open up the app and I knew that the app came with demo sounds, right? So I knew it had demo sounds on it that you could listen to. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And there's demo things loaded in the pedal that I can listen to and, you know, just get some ideas of what, I guess, what you can do with it. And also it's kind of nice to have these other things on here that you don't, you're not emotionally attached to, they're not yours. So you can practice editing and all sorts of stuff without having to worry about it, right? So... I get the app and I'm like, so where is what I recorded? Why can't I find it? I'm looking for it. I'm like, you know, scrolling through. I'm like, okay. Uh, I see all these crazy, crazy titles. Like uh, one of them is called The Feels. There's another one that says The Eggs Are Secret. Food Baby Hamster. And then I come across this one, Meteor Wife Smell. It's at the top of the list. I'm like, Meteor Wife Smell. What in the world is that? I hit the play button. That's the riff that I just recorded. That's the one that I played for you guys just now on the, on the uh, podcast here. And so how they do this naming convention, uh, man, I would love to talk to somebody from TC Electronic and ask them because this is the weirdest thing ever. There's something else that I recorded just, again, just demoing. It called it Monday Dance. So interesting, right? Um, but I do love the the fact that once I edit something, like I can go in, I can tag it, I can look for, you know, specific things. Like it's really the app. The app is not intuitive. Like I, I at least 
okay, let's put it, uh, put it this way. It's not for me, but full disclosure here, I'm the guy who, um, back in the you know early nineties and the early days of CD burning, and I can't remember what the free program out, out there was. So insert favorite free CD burning program here. I could never figure out how to use those. Everybody was like, Oh, just download this. It's free. It's great. You're going to love it. Um, super easy to use. I'm like, okay, I could never, ever, ever make those things work for me. But you put me down in front of the 500 program, $500 program at the time, SoundForge, I can burn that. No problem. I can use that. I give me audacity. I cannot use audacity. It's free. It's everybody says it's great. It's super intuitive. I can't figure it out. Put me in front of an audio program that you have to pay for. I can figure it out. I don't know why. I, I couldn't even explain to you what the difference is in the programs that make me find it, but just something in the way that things are set up. I get lost. Maybe it's the way things are named. I don't know. So uh, when it comes to the things that are free out there that everybody loves, for whatever reason, I can't figure them out. So this app may not be unintuitive for the rest of the world. It just might be a me thing. But um, if you're using this pedal and you're using the app, man, let me know on Twitter. Let's talk about it. Um, at signal to noise that's S-G-N-L, the number 2-N-Z. You know, hit me up on Twitter. We'll talk about it. Um, I'll be posting some pictures on Instagram about this as well, you know, once, once this episode goes live. But um, the app, just not super intuitive um, for me. But I like it because, like, if you hold down and swipe to the... Um, Swipe to the right. You can delete from the pedal, delete from the phone, delete from both. I'm sorry, I was swiping to the left on that because it reveals another submenu. If you uh, hold down, then swipe to the right. Swiping to the right is what lets you sync it, right? So that's what lets you sync it to the pedal. And it's it's a little touchy. I don't know if it's my phone, but um, I'm having a problem syncing right now, and I don't know why. So I'll have to mess with that later. Um, yeah. So that's the. Um, that's kind of my, my thoughts here in, in a nutshell. Like I love this pedal for the fact that I'm never going to lose a riff. Now, the irony is that since I've had this pedal on the board, I don't know if I've sat down to play other than the uh, demo that I just played for you guys right there. Like just life got busy. Um, and I really haven't had time to play a lot into it, but I, I love this idea. Like, I can't believe that nobody came up with this before. Like, I think it's fantastic. And like street price right now is a hundred bucks. Um, so there's really like, if you're wrestling between this and another pedal, cause I was, I was thinking about, okay, do I want to, you know, put the money aside and get the scuzz box? Um, cause I really want the scuzz box. I really do. I love the demos that I've seen with it. Um, or do I get the TC electronic? And I started thinking about it. And I'm like, well, Scuzzbox is going to be great, but any cool ideas I come up with a Scuzzbox still could be lost while fumbling for my iPhone. And so I talked myself into the TC, uh, the TC electronic wiretap, which again, it's not a cool pedal. It's not a sexy pedal. You know, it's, it's not like the, oh, wow, this is going to, oh, I can't wait to hear this sound. But at the same point, it's like, the most necessary utility pedal ever. And maybe utility pedal is not fair for it because it's just such a cool idea, but I will, I will never lose a riff idea. There's no reason for me to ever lose a riff idea again, because it's always on the board, always on, always ready to go. Just step on it. It records. 
Like I was tell, talking talking this over with my wife and explaining it to her, and you know she doesn't always get my gear obsession or understand a lot of that stuff. But even she was excited with this. She's like, "Really?" She's like, "That sounds like a great idea. Like that's just fantastic, you know." Um, so I like, I I just I think it's a great idea. So definitely you know put this on your wish list. Treat yourself to this at some point. I'm not paid to say any of these things. Everything here is coming from the heart because I am really just that darn excited about this thing, man. Um, so yeah, so that's all. All right, so last thing here before we wrap up, um, I am trying to yeah, just come up with different ways to to interact with the podcast and videos. Um, time for me has always been things that I just really have to plan out and steal, so I, I don't do these as often as I would like to, but man, it's a good time to do it. Um, I'm trying to get to some more guitar shows, talk to some more people, looking for you know more guests than that to get, to get on the show, so we'll see how things evolve here over time. And we'll kind of go from there. Um, I mentioned on, well, let's see, probably two episodes ago now, I think it would have been 36, uh, the guys at uh, 60 Cycle Hum. Um, I love that podcast. I listen to that podcast. I've been listening to Tone Mob um, here and there. Like I'm actually really behind on the episodes. And I'm also listening to um, the Brian Wampler podcast, uh, Chasing Tone. Chasing Tone and 60 Cycle Hum are probably my two main ones right now. Just because they're, well, the one's shorter, and I've just gotten so obsessed with 60 Cycle Hum going back to the old ones. Uh, they just had an episode, well, not just had, it was like episode 42, they're up to the hundreds now, um, where a guy had a guitar being sold in Pittsburgh from the DeCesar Engler um, days of Pittsburgh. So a guy that used to open with local bands, I would have loved to have seen the ad know more about it because they're they're reading off the bands, they're talking about DeCesar Engler, they're mentioning this guitar, I'm like, oh my goodness, I bet you I know that guitarist or knew of that guitarist. You know, because they're, you know, Pittsburgh had some really, really great local musicians. We still do. Well, they still do because I'm no longer there, but I still consider me we. Uh, but anyway, so I've been hanging out on their group, the 60 Cycle Hum uh, Facebook group that they have. So if you're on there, hit me up, man. Let's talk. Um, it's been a great place to hang out. So you can find me very rarely on Facebook. I keep trying to think about what I can do with it. I just don't know. But uh, Twitter, man, hit me up on Twitter at SGNL, the number two NZ. Uh, Instagram, same place. I've been trying to keep cool pictures on the uh, feed. And then I guess really that's it, man. So guys, until next time, make some noise. (laughs) 